external traffic is increasingly becoming more important for your Amazon sales. An angle that we haven't thought of or talked about before at my Amazon guy is to do this through earned media, not your Google, not your Facebook pay-per-click external traffic, but actually going out, buying domains, and building content, SEO style, for earned media traffic going into Amazon. Today, we talked to an expert. His name is Michael Jackness, and he's part of the Ecom crew. They have a podcast with over 350 videos. Feel free to check them out as well after listening to this. My name is Stephen Pope, and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. This is going to be a treat on all things external traffic. This is the My Amazon Guy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pope, founder of the agency My Amazon Guy. Tune in each week to learn how to grow your Amazon sales. I'm now joined by Michael. Thanks for coming on the My Amazon Guy podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it should be a blast. Well, very good. Uh, it, this is a topic that is very difficult because driving traffic to Amazon is a no-brainer, of course. <laughs> right. But there's like a series of complications, everything from tracking and spend management and all that good stuff. So excited to have you here today to be an expert and talk to us about that. Before we go into uh, external traffic, help set us up with the audience. Who are you? What do you do? Well, I think that depends on what year you asked me that. The last uh, five <laughs> to seven years or so, I've been in e-commerce. Before that, I was in affiliate marketing. Left my job back in like 2004. So I've been out on my own doing various entrepreneurial things for, for quite a bit, but really got taken by the, the e-commerce bug uh, back in about 2013 or so. We owned uh, treadmill.com, developed that, ended up selling it. And over the years, we've started several different brands. We have icewraps.com, uh, um, wildbaby.com. We own tactical.com. And last year, we sold a, a brand called Color It, which was uh, coloring books for, for adults. And we also you know, talk about all this stuff at, at Ecom Crew as well. So doing, doing a few things here and there. Those are some powerful domain names. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been a domain guy like for like a decade, you know, it's just, it's been one of these things where I kind of got it early and we still own a bunch of these types of domains. And, and it's funny how those two things collided. Cause when I bought treadmill.com, I never thought that I would be selling fitness equipment. That was not what my plan was, but, but one day I remember being out on this, this walk and I just was reflecting on myself in life. And I was realizing that the type of affiliate marketing that I was doing wasn't really adding a lot of value to the world. I, I kind of felt like a bottom feeder, like a lot of affiliate marketing is, and, and just kind of had a, a come to Jesus moment with it kind of thing and uh, decided that I'd rather be adding more value and I'd rather be closer to the customer. And so we decided to get into e-commerce and that's how it happened and definitely been enjoying it way more than the affiliate marketing world. So when I used to hire affiliates, right? So I, you know, I've been on the corporate side too, just kind of like you. And I would, I would hire into affiliate networks of the world. And I always wanted the content generation affiliates. I never wanted those coupon. And that's when, when, you, when you said bottom dwelling, I was thinking like right. fake coupon affiliate sites out there. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, well, so glad, glad you made the transformation. Uh, yeah. the world is just, just real quick, we never did the coupon thing. Like that's sure. even like below what we were doing. We were just... We were content marketers and still are, and we'll be talking about that in this external traffic uh, portion here, but let's face it, a lot of the content that people put out, like they're recommending whatever item pays them more, right? Or they're, they're not going through a whole lot of legwork. They just go on Amazon and type in best right. treadmill and, and the top five things that show up are the ones that they write about. And so 
I wanted to get away from things like that. I will admit that we were more in that camp and it, you know, you gotta, you gotta make a living, right? At some point in your life when you're hustling, you gotta make a living and it's easier to uh, speak from the mountaintop once you're there. And so that, that conversation with myself like happened once, once I was in a, a decent financial position. Makes perfect sense. And, and, uh... I think that I think that affiliate networks have always been an important component to getting some um, some links in for SEO and a lot of other valuable things. All right, so so you made that transformation, and and now what are you up to today? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because I think a lot of this is starting to merge back together. You know, it's for some reason like when I got out of that whole like SEO affiliate marketing kind of game, I left left it behind for for e-commerce and didn't really for whatever reason, like really focus on the content and, and getting that traffic anymore. Cause there was other ways to get it. Now you could just throw stuff up on Amazon and back in 2015, you could throw up a bucket of poop on Amazon and sell it. I mean, it was, <laughs> you can find was, unicorn meat. Let's be honest. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to sell, you could, uh, we, we could have got all of our hair back or something. It would have, uh, it would have been great. I got the same. Uh, Mine is going, going on. Yeah. Really fast. So, the last couple yeah, of years. Uh, it's, uh, it's brutal. So, you know, all those things were possible back in 2015. Um, but, but now, you know, things are, are a lot different. And I, a couple of years ago, I started to kind of really figure this out. And so that's what tactical.com is all about. And a lot of what we'll talk about today, but tactical is a, a content site and we're working very hard on growing organic traffic and then sending a portion of that off to Amazon, uh, especially for things that we sell. And so we can now kind of be our own affiliates, if you will. And, uh, there's other, other things we'll kind of get into as well. Well, let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes then. So uh, when we talk about external traffic, there's a variety of things that you can do. Can you walk yeah. us through those and which ones uh, you want to you know, spread some information about? Sure. I mean, I think let, let's start with the things that are the buzz today. You know, I think the big buzz stuff is search find buy, uh, you know, like sending basically black hat traffic to Amazon. What this means is you're getting people to go to Amazon Amazon, type in ice packs or whatever it might be that we sell. Go down to page three, find this product and go and go, and then I'll give you a hundred percent refund. Uh, and, and the thing is it works, it works really well, uh, but I feel like you're playing uh, musical chairs or hot potato or something. It, it's one of these things that's binary. It works until it doesn't. Uh, and if you're a Chinese seller that has access to dozens of accounts, you probably don't really care. Uh, as a U.S. seller who knows it would be very difficult to get another account and get un, unbanned, uh, I try not to play these games. I think it's, it's just too high of risk. It's like playing Russian roulette. Um, and when you have it's, it's, a million It's always dollars, the Chinese. It's never the Russians, guys. Well, I mean, the Russians, the obviously, too. A lot, of, a lot of foreigners. I mean, I'm not trying to pick primarily no, 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 the Chinese, but I, I had, they are I like the 60% of, uh, of Amazon sellers now, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I mean, the dirty take, Russians still. Take, take, <laughs> take, uh, take the jungle scouts of the world. I mean, they're over in China right now advertising to the Chinese. Like 100%. All over yeah. there. Um, yeah. we, we did a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, an inspections company and he like just lambasted the amount of fraud, bribery and stuff going over there. So like it's, yeah, they're, they're, they're there to eat and kill. Uh, 100%. So, so yeah. on, on the US side though, I have to agree with you. It's better off, you're better off protecting your assets and doing things that are going to work long-term. In fact, um, where I've taken the direction of my agency is we focused internally within Seller Central because of these moving targets. And so we haven't done a lot of search find by, we haven't done a lot of these other tactics because they're 
very challenging to keep up with. And at any point in time, Amazon's going to ban whatever. All right. So, oh. so you've, set, you've set up the inherency here that like, hey, there's some hot buzz on search, find, buy, but maybe you shouldn't do that. What, what else? Yeah. And I, I just, I'll answer that. And I also want to build on one of the things you just said, which I think is important. You're like, it's very hard to keep up with. Right. And so this is another thing that we try not to do on our businesses. I, I was doing that when I was younger, which is always like, let's go find the new hot buzz thing that works right now. And as I've gotten older, now I'm trying to build businesses that I don't have to worry about that stuff. I'm looking to build long-term solid businesses where it, it isn't the thing of the day or the thing that works today, but the thing that just works. And so that kind of brings uh, to your question, which uh, we've developed content sites now that are ranking for organic keywords and also doing that in the what's going to work long-term methodology of let's write like immensely good content and not play games. You know, we're not trying to write 300 word thin content pieces and get a bunch of dirty backlinks and try to rush to the top of the results and like crash and burn one site to the next. I mean, we own arguably a, a six-figure domain name in tactical.com. I don't want to wreck that and crash and burn. I want to create a media giant or, a, you know, a, a player in, in this niche and, and become an authority site. And so that's what we're working towards. I, I think that's very respectful. Um, the long-term investment and that's, I, I mean, like, it's easy to say that's going to pay off because it's, it's working now. Is it yeah. not? It is. And I think, you know, it also diversifies your business. And I think the thing that I enjoy about this more than anything is that I control the dial. And right now I'm choosing the, to dial the traffic over to Amazon. But at such a point in time uh, where I choose to send it to Walmart or Target or my own store or whatever it might be, I can do that. And I, I think that that's going to be lucrative in the future because I do think that all good things come to an end. And I can kind of see the the honeypot of Amazon, uh, maybe having uh, some some stingers in it when you go to reach your your hand in the bowl at some point. It's already it's already happening. It's been happening, and so at some point, I think that we're gonna we're gonna be happy that we can we can go. Oh crap! Like Amazon's not working as well anymore. Let's send it over to whatever. I I still have like been hoping that Walmart would finally claw away at Amazon. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> it's it's really been the most disappointing platform of the year. With that in mind, right? And obviously, it's still growing. And yeah, you need to be on Walmart, right? Like, don't get me wrong, but it should be like I don't know, fifteen or twenty times bigger than it is currently. Something going on over there they haven't figured out. I didn't have uh, rooting for Walmart to do well on my bingo card previously, no, I but know. I, I know. <laughs> I've added that on there now because I just I think that Amazon. You know, you, you think about how, how Walmart has had a bad reputation, and I, I think that they deserve it. I think that Amazon is more evil than, than Walmart has ever been uh, and, and continuing to get worse. So it's not every it day you get to hear somebody say that out loud, but it's the truth, right? So, like, it is the truth. I mean, we really ought to talk about this. So, eight, so, most fascinating stat of the month I read 81% of households in the United States are now prime members. Yep. It's up from 50% back in March of this year. So that's yeah. a gigantic increase, right? I wonder so, what happened uh, to drive those signups like that. I don't, I don't know. Pandemic. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm clueless on that one. Uh, there wasn't, yeah. maybe, maybe there was like a decade of econ growth in eight weeks. Yeah. Span. I don't know. Maybe. But, <laughs> Pretty um, crazy. And, and, and so if, uh, if Amazon did that uh, through, through that black swan event called COVID, right? Um, what's going to, what's going to stop them from, you know, taking that throne and, 
and saying, hey, take it or leave it, right? Like, obviously, they're customer-centric today, but maybe they won't be next year or the year after that. I mean, Google even had uh, do no evil in its motto. They took that out a couple of years ago. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, this is the evil side of capitalism, probably uh, a topic for another podcast. And it's, it's weird feeling this way because I am like the ultimate capitalist. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur and want to dictate all these things. But the reality is, is that at some point, like good turns to evil and these really large companies are, are in that camp. And our, our government and, and not to get into political stuff is, has allowed this to kind of happen where in other parts of the yeah. world, they've, they put the brakes on it at some point, you know, the UK, the EU, India have all like slapped Amazon for the same things that they do in the, in the United States. They will not be slapped in the U S for doing it here. It, and, and to be honest, um, I agree with your sentiment, but I, but I disagree with the phrasing. Um, I don't think it's anti-capitalistic to say what you're saying. Uh, I think that the big government and big business are in bed together mm. and they've created this environment, right? So like, I don't think capitalism caused it. I think it was corruption that caused it. Which is money and politics and yeah. you know, Citizens United like was the last straw of that. And now it's like, how do you claw back from here? I think it's, it's very difficult. Right? Big, big reset, apparently. Something, something would have to reset it. Yeah. All right, so let's let's get back to external traffic. Though I honestly probably would enjoy that podcast on <laughs> on on that. Let's topic do that. Let's more. do a part two someday, and we'll talk about that because I I love this topic as well. Um, bring bring me on the econ crew podcast. Absolutely, we'll it's a date. Um, we'll uh, we'll schedule that uh, right after this, and we'll so, come do that. Sounds good. All right, so because uh, I I think we both have strong opinions on that. So let's go back to external traffic. So when when we first talked about creating this podcast today, and you started talking about external traffic, my brain initially went to Facebook, Google, and you're hitting me with the, uh, uh, the SEO traffic or affiliate traffic light. I'm not sure. What would be the best way to phrase that in your opinion, by the way? I mean, I think SEO traffic, organic traffic. I, I, I say free traffic, you know, perpetual free yeah. traffic, but it's, it's not free. Like, let's be realistic. It costs money to develop these things. Er, earned but, media. Yeah. Earned, earned media. External. That's a great one. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and don't get me wrong, like Facebook and, and, other things are still a part of our plan and strategy. We still, but, but it's not to send it directly to Amazon. Like we're sending it directly to our site to get people on lead magnets and do free plus shipping offers. We really leverage email marketing, right? And that's something that we learned when we were doing Colorate. Uh, email marketing was 52% of our revenue on Colorate.com. I mean, we basically sent down an email every day. We were, and we had tons of like automated flows and just really worked on, on building that list. And the way that we did that was by sending out about 85 to 90% value add content. You know, so it was stuff that people wanted to read, not we have a sale or a new product or like all about me. It was all about the people on our list. And we will do that and have been doing that with, with tactical.com as well. And so the way that we will do that is get people on our list through Facebook ads for free plus shipping offers and lead magnets. And, and then over time, you know, hit them with, with the content that's on tactical.com and sprinkled in there will be the new product that we're launching that month. And like, here's a coupon and go, go buy this thing at a discount for being a valued uh, subscriber. And so that it is a part of the, the strategy for sure. Um, just curious, how many email subscribers do you have right now? I think we're right about 10,000, um, which isn't anything that, to write home about, but realize that tactical.com is a, a fairly new project for big us. Niche, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a big niche, but I mean, I, I think that, you know, our goal was like, this time next year to be at 50 or a hundred thousand. Cause our, our traffic has been growing uh, at about 10 X per year right now, which is, you know, so hopefully our list will grow along with it. 
So, so I think, I think the journey that you're on right now is extremely valuable to talk about, right? So like if, if I'm a, 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 a set, let's say I'm a seven figure Amazon seller today and I, and I'm like, okay, what else do I need to do? Then this would be that conversation, right? Like I need to take my destiny off of Amazon to some extent, diversify my portfolio and go down this path. So let's, let, let's, let's talk about that first part on how you initially got to that 10,000. And then let's talk later about like, how are you going to go from 10 to 50? Cause that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's a cool journey. Well, I mean, I think what you described there is exactly us, right? The, the person who's the seven figure seller on Amazon, but we're also, I'm a big fan of the book who moved my cheese. And if you haven't heard of that, I, I have not heard of that. Read it. It's a, uh, it's basically a, it's, it's almost like a kid's book. You know, it, it reads like that, but it's, it's, it's for adults. I, I got handed it, uh, 20 years ago uh, as a manager at a company. And it's basically about like, don't just be complacent and adopt change and be early to adopt change. And uh, it's basically about two different mice. One like goes back to the same block of cheese every day. One goes back to that block of cheese to eat today, but goes and looks for another block for the future. And that's where we're at, right? I mean, we're a successful seven figure seller. We've been doing well, but I also see the, the headwind and the pressure there. And so I think, you know, the best time to start is today. Uh, you know, the, the second best time is the, you know, tomorrow kind of thing um, to, to start building. That, sound, that other- sounds like Amazon passive income to me. sounds like a I lot. Mean, it's very easy. The, 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 uh, the, the uh, selling on Amazon right now or the, the content part. <clears throat> so, so the, the, the journey that you're on, right. Where you're, you're, you're describing like the hard work that goes in behind the scenes to, to, you know, don't be complacent. Don't stick with that cheese. So, um, one of my sticks that I try and I throw in there whenever I can is, you know, a, a lot of people, um, the ninja tutorials out there on YouTube or whatever, talk about how like, Hey, just follow my, you know, pay me money and follow this. Plan <laughs> right. and you'll be a millionaire on yeah. Amazon. My, and it's my magic crazy. pixie dust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, we, we have a more realism tone that we take on the pod where we, we talk real grit, like this is hard work. So here's actually how yeah. you go do the hard work. So let's 100%. talk about that. Like, how did you, how did you get those first 10,000 subscribers? Like, what did, it, what did it take to do that? Yeah, I mean, so you, you just got to get started writing content is, is step one. That's like the hardest part is like to, to, get, to get going. The second hardest part is to keep going because you're going to write five, 10 articles that you put like all this time, effort and energy into and like no one's reading them because it doesn't rank yet. You know, and so you got to start really kind of getting over that hump. And we have a, a specific strategy that I'd love to talk about, um, which isn't you know, new to, to every, anything on the internet because we've been doing this for a long time, but we use a tool called Arefs, A-H-R-E-F-S.com. Uh, there's also SCM Rush, there's Moz. They all basically do the same thing. And so what we've done is like, we'll go out and do keyword research and try to find things that have a keyword difficulty of 10 or less. I use like a sports analogy of uh, like an MMA fighter or something, you're not going to go fight your first fight in the UFC. You're going to go fight in some minor league thing or train at a gym or do some like local exhibition thing uh, amongst someone else. And if you do well, you're going you're gonna to go up to the next level. And this is the same thing in SEO and content writing. You know, you're not going to rank for tactical flashlight or some you know, hero term that gets hundreds of thousands of searches a month and compete against like Cabela's and Dick's or something, uh, you know, on day one. And so we go after easier terms. We'll go after longer tail things like, uh, you know, like how to build a homemade mosquito trap, for instance, one of the articles we just put up there that had like a keyword difficulty of like 15, 
we immediately rank for it because you know now we have a good you know a, a footprint that can that can do that and we slowly level up with our content so the key is to stay in your lane not overshoot write content that's going to get you traction start to get some love from google start to get some backlinks as well uh start to get some fans uh and, and things like that and we've been slowly but surely ranking for harder and harder terms like right now we're on the first page for survival food for instance which is a really big term uh, we were ranking actually like number two for it, but we dropped a little bit. But we're we're starting to to be able to to bat uh, in, in you know into the into the major leagues, and uh, I think that that's the big key. And we've also had a long term plan. This has been you know a two year thing in the making. It is not a two minute thing or the magic pixie dust that you're kind of talking about where right. it's super easy. We put the the hard work into it. I, I really like your description of of the you know kind of the fighter league, right? Because. Um, a lot of times entrepreneurs make the mistake of saying, Hey, I'm going to go to bat and go, 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 go cage fight this thing right mm -hmm. now, right this second. Um, so that, that's a, a pretty good word of wisdom you drop there, uh, in reference to, to take it slow, go after those long tail keywords first, uh, makes a difference. And, and, and by the way, I've been using these SEO tools for, you know, my entire e-commerce career. And, you know, I've hired conductor searchlight at like three major corporations, and it's interesting that the tool power that we've seen on these enterprise level tools is now like super cheap. Like the tech has come so far, it's like commoditized now. You, and, and then compare that to like what you pay for like a Helium 10 tool for Amazon. It's just, wow, it's incredible. Like I used to pay, you know, four or five, $6,000 a month for, for the kind of software and, and information we can now get for like hundred bucks a month. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, and it, the data is like so helpful because it like, it gets you, going in the right direction, you know, ahead of time, you know, if I write this article, I'm probably going to rank because, you know, they have that data. So, so if, if we're talking about this, uh, <clears throat> the content dev, I think everybody gets that content's king, right? Like that's obvious without saying. Um, now, once, once you build the content and you start to get some ranking, what's the next step? How do you engage that consumer further? Yeah. So now we've, you know, the first part, like I said, we just put up a basic, default template WordPress site, just start writing the content. Um, and then we were just kind of writing, this is the one thing I think we made a mistake on that we, we, we corrected. We were writing about kind of like anything to do with tactical. Um, we didn't really know where we wanted to go with it. Uh, over the first six to nine months, we kind of revisited that and we looked at what's actually getting some traction here. And what was really working was any of the prepping survivalism stuff. And so what we decided to do was to kind of hit the reset button a little bit and focus on nothing but that. And so now, and this is an important point because Google won't let you rank for like everything under the moon. Um, and so you got to kind of pick a, a lane and we picked the uh, survival prepping niche. And so we broke up our, our site into a couple different buckets. We have prepping, survivalism, and like a, a do-it-yourself category. And each one of those uh, has a specific lead magnet. And so when you're on any one of those pages, uh, you'll be presented with a lead magnet that is tailored to that particular topic. And, you know, we're getting one and a half, two percent of our traffic, which is actually quite high, uh, converting onto our email list and, and now downloading that free PDF for whatever's in that category. Um, and, and we continue to market to them after the fact. And so that's been building our, our footprint and our list and our fan bases. Our, our ultimate goal is to kind of have a community of tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. It just, you got to start somewhere. And so that's the step that we're at right now. By, by the way, that prepper community, I think, is still very undertapped. And that's why your content's 100%. resonating. 
Um, and, and I'm speaking from personal experience. So four or five years ago, I used to work for a company called Atmix.com. They're the American Precious Metals Exchange. They sell mm -hmm. gold and silver coins. I buy from them all the time, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I, I used to be uh, the, the, the guy that was in charge of their SEO and acquisitions. And, and so I increased their traffic by 10 million uniques year over year doing exactly what you just referenced. And so you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, we yeah. did the exact same thing, right? And so like we went out and we found that there were search velocities around the prepper community and it was, and it's still under tap today. Like people don't necessarily yeah. want to associate with it, but, but man, there is high demand there. I just, I'm, I, I think, I think you found a really good niche. Um, the other thing we found was that there were certain search terms around pricing um, so people were checking spot prices like silver spot price or gold spot price. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, uh, companies out there that sell precious metals, everything from Kitco and JM bullion and SBD bullion and, and Atmix and Atmix has kind of been the, you know, a little bit more longer. Um, they're, they're more of the premium brand, if you will. And, and so when we focused on price terms, the traffic just went through the roof. So uh, enough, enough about that back history, but I, I had to, I, had I, to... I love the back history. Like I'm, I'm like sucked into this conversation. I know that that's a cool <laughs> job. Man. I like that. Uh, I don't know. I've been a fan of APMEX for a long time and uh, that's a, that's a freaking awesome job that you had. And I, I definitely love hearing about it. I, I very much appreciated it. And, and it was a good time. And, and I, I got poached to go work in the lighting world very quickly from, from those results. But um, all right. So, so you, you are onto something. I'm confident when we have a conversation a year from now, you're going to be well over that 50,000 and subscribers. Um, and so there's, you know, for, for those that are listening, no matter what niche you're working in, I guarantee you there's going to be an undertapped community of some kind, right? So maybe you don't sell anything even remotely close to the tactical conversation that Michael and I are having right now, but uh, there's going to be something that somebody's not talking about that people are researching and want to know about. Yeah. Um, so you just got to go out and find it. All right. So you, yeah. so you built the content and you started to engage. How do you think you're going to get to that 50,000 mark? Like what are you doing this year? Um, or is it kind of a continuation of just write more content? It's definitely a continuation to write more content at this point because this year was the year that we uh, made those buckets and we made those lead magnets, which was a lot of work. And we're working on building out our email flows that uh, keep people engaged. So it's it's not a matter of just getting people on the list now, but keeping them on the list and keeping them engaged um, that, we're, that we're working on. Uh, and so you know, our goal over this next year is to, to produce more content. We've actually have a goal of doubling the amount of content we're putting out over the next year. Um, you know, obviously making sure we're, we're going to optimize, we're going to spend time doing kind of conversion rate optimization of our lead magnets and of our pages. So we're going to look at, can we go from 1.2 to 1.3% conversion rate, for instance, which I know over the course of a year and a million visitors or whatever it is that it's a big deal, it's a big deal right? Uh, these are, this is where a 10th of a percent matter. And this is the time for us to do it. You know, this would have been a waste to do 18 months ago because we were getting 10 people a day coming. And so we were focusing our time, you know, I think Rubbing on the right things. Content, you yeah. want to, you know, you got to be doing that. Now, there's one more thing that I want to talk about here uh, sure. because I know we're, we're starting to get a little short on time that really pulls this whole concept together because yes, it's great to get traffic and it's great to get people on your email list. And, and there is a, uh, you know, that's an asset that has value to you. Uh, the traffic you can use, you know, average, you know, like media vine type ads or something and, and, and earn income just, just based on the pure traffic. An email list has value. You can put ads in that. You can send an email out about your new product. But where this whole concept comes to me and where it started when I was, uh, you know, trying to figure out how this was going to pull into my Amazon business 
is like 95% of our content is like, you, you should have gold uh, in your in your house or silver yeah. uh, in case of a pandemic or, you know, the, the poop hits the fan. They call it S- there, there is a website that has that acronym and yeah. that website, um, I actually just looked it up while we we're on the pod and, it, and it's actually for sale right now, which surprised me because it used to be a oh, huge website. Really? Yeah. Oh, I want $90,000 uh, for it though. <laughs> oh, I might, I, I might go buy that actually today. That might be the, never happened for me on a podcast about that. I might go uh, look at that, but I didn't want to spell it out or say it out because like, I don't know if curse words are appropriate on here, but um SHTF.com is, is the acronym. You you can, you can figure that out. Yeah. When the poop hits the fan, there you go. We can say it that way. Um, and so like all that content's great and getting people to our our site is great, but how does that tie in to selling Amazon? And so what we are doing is a part of a part of 10 strategy is to have about 5%, maybe even 3%, a very small, it doesn't a very small of our content is, is gear reviews. You know, so it's like, what is the best tactical flashlight? What are the best tactical gloves? What's the best tactical shovel? What's the best fire starter? Whatever it might be, right? And so we put these articles in there because we don't want Google Pegasus as an affiliate site as a review site because that, that can be detrimental to your long-term SEO strategy. Uh, and also it's, it makes it more difficult to get uh, some trusted backlinks. When people see that you're, you're just kind of an affiliate kind of site, um, it makes it difficult. And so what we do is we think, hey, I might want to develop a fire starter someday uh, as a part of one of the things that we sell. This is a very tough product to sell on Amazon. It's a commodity product. Yep. There's thousands of people low selling price, it, low, you know, low price. Like, how the hell am I going to break into this market? Well, one way to do that would be to rank number one on Google for best ferro rod. I think right now we're, we're on the first page somewhere. We're working towards trying to get to number one. Um, and, and then launching your own fire starter. And so what we are doing is we're purchasing 10 or so fire starters that are out on the market in this, in this instance. And we actually buy them, right? Instead of being in the content site that just like goes to Amazon and like steals their pictures and like spends 10 minutes writing a, a, a review comp, uh, we actually buy the products. We send them to our, our, our team. They use them. They take pictures. They take video of all of it. They, they learn everything they can about the products to write a legitimately really good article. This content's hard. It takes a lot of work, but very people are doing it. So when you do it, it's actually really easy to bank for it because most of the stuff out is crap. Now, on top of that, we have all this data about our future competitors. We actually know what's good and bad about these I, products. I was going like to say, this real. sounds like two birds, one stone. You're doing your so- two birds, sourcing one stone. homework Absolutely. and your content gen all at the same time. 100%. You're, you're dead on it. And then, you know, these all have affiliate links, right? So like we put a legitimate review article together and now we know, okay, we see it ranking on Google. We see the traffic going through our affiliate links to Amazon. We know how many sales are happening on Amazon. Well, if we're selling, let's just say hundred units a month of, of our future competitors products through these links on Amazon, well, we know with a pretty good degree of certainty that if we put our product up there, that it will sell. produce similar results. And this external traffic is incredibly valuable because like Google, uh, Amazon, I, I believe from, from our research, really favors this traffic because these types of platforms, Amazon, Google, et cetera, are looking for ways that they can display the right products, the right information, the right searches that cannot be gamed by all of us marketers that like to, like to play the game of how can I, can I jump in front? And so one of the things that's really difficult 
is to have external traffic sources pointing at your listing from a bunch of different places that actually convert. Uh, and so when you see that happening, if you're Amazon, it's like, wait, there's all this outside traffic that is coming from the off Amazon platform that are coming to us and buying this product. It's probably better than the other thing that, that doesn't have that. You know, if you just look at things in a vacuum, it's not always going to be the case, but it's certainly a ranking factor. And so we've seen this be a big driver. And as a result, like we're ranking for things uh, on Amazon that we would have no business otherwise ranking for. I mean, we have at the time of uh, doing this podcast, like the third best selling tactical glove on Amazon. Like I know there's no way in hell that we would have been able to do that without this specific strategy. And so that kind of brings it all together. Um, in fact, we've had to raise our price 20% just to throttle sales at this point because we can't keep the stuff in stock. That's the problem we're having. Um, not we're the other way around. No. Yeah, we're price gouging, right? Um, <laughs> that was just trying to keep the stuff worst, in stock. Worst topic of 2020, in my opinion, is when Amazon's like, sellers, you're running out of stock. We don't care. You can't raise your prices. It's like, frick, what do I do? Yeah, you I know. Penalize you for going out of but stock. But then you won't let me send more of it in. So like, yeah, what do you exactly. want me to do? Yeah. Like, what a year. You damned if you don't. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so as we wrap up, um, let's make some palatable next steps for people who have never done what you've done. Obviously, you got a sophisticated shop with, you know, decade of plus affiliate experience and whatnot. So, if if my palatable first step would it be go buy a domain? Yeah, go, go and you don't have to. Com or yeah, you don't have to go crazy. I mean, be careful what you pick, right? I mean. You don't necessarily need to spend tens of thousands of dollars like we did to buy tactical.com. Like that's probably uh, a little extreme, especially for someone getting started. But don't buy like best-tactical-products-4-u.info. Like that's that's not good. You want to try to get something that's one or two words, well, not one word, that's going to be too expensive. Let's say two words that are that make sense, that are spelled correctly. Uh, that's a .com you know, and then you can buy for a couple thousand bucks. I mean, so for instance, we bought colorit.com, which I think is just a great brand name and, and domain name that was a park domain name for like three or $4,000. You know, it's a relatively cheap investment overall in a million dollar business to have a brand name and a, and a URL that that's easy to remember, easy to type in, easy to spell, uh, that can become a good brand name and not something that people are like, what's your site name again? I can't remember. You know, you don't yeah. want to get to that point. So that would be the first step. All right. So buy the domain and then just start writing content. Yeah. I mean, I recommend WordPress. I mean, it's been around, I've been using it for 20 years now, whatever the hell it's been. I mean, it's actually more than 20 years. I think we started using it. No, no, it's been 15 years. Sorry. Started using it in 2005 or six. Um, I, I think WordPress is great. I would, I would recommend getting a good host. Um, you one that's like all, all inclusive that does backups and uh, caching and, uh, and those types of things that that's fast. You, you don't, you don't want to use you're one of the, the $3 a month cheap hosts, in my opinion, uh, because they have 30,000 uh, sites on one, on one server and it doesn't, it's not very quick and page speed is important these days. So spend the 25 bucks a month to get a good, get a good host uh, and then just start writing content. Just do it on the default theme, you know, install the default theme, which is like, you know, 2019 or whatever the whole theme that they have on there now and just start writing content uh, and worry about the rest later. You can learn about Yoast SEO plugin later and, you know, some of the other stuff later, I would recommend just, just get the, the content up there and start writing, uh, you know, and, and then you can start doing some of the other steps later. I was, I was just trying to look up who I use for hosting, couldn't find it fast enough. All right. So sorry, I was trying to give you time there. I was, I was stalling for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, so all, all that's really palatable. So if you got five minutes today, uh, listening into our podcast today, guys, go and find a domain name that you can buy. And, and maybe it's, you know, it, it, it could be the brand name that you've purchased and you've got your trademark for You could even just do a sub part of your, your website right now. I do yep. recommend Shopify for, for e-com sales, but you can go WooCommerce through WordPress. And I do agree that WordPress is a better content production site by a long shot. Um, but I do have a, a strong preference for Shopify on the e-com sales. Hundred percent, I agree with you with that. Like you do, I don't think that WooCommerce should really even be a consideration. Personally, um, we're talking about just the content piece right now, and I do agree with you. Um, we have actually put the content on the Shopify store in the case of Ice Wraps and Color It, uh, but in the case of uh, Tactical, it's a standalone WordPress site, and then we have a standalone uh, e-commerce store that kind of runs in parallel with it under a different brand name we chose to kind of break it out that way. And so this is kind of a very long conversation that we can get into the weeds on, but I, I just wanted to you know, reiterate this from two people and people, when two people say it, maybe they're not so crazy that WordPress, if you're going to be doing exclusive content, please don't consider anything else for uh, your e-commerce and Shopify. They're the, the, they're the leader. They're going to continue to be the leader. And at some point you're going to regret being on something else. Uh, that, I, that resonates with me. Um, it's also really easy to work with Shopify at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, all right, last SEO question for you today. So uh, external link building, uh, and, and uh, is that strategy still valid in 2020 going into 2021? 100%. Like, I mean, uh, one of my favorite websites is, is Backlinko, Brian Dean. Uh, was lucky enough to have him on the podcast uh, last year. Uh, he put out a survey, like talking about like how at the end of the day, like it's still all about links. Like, you know, there's still lots of other factors. Um, now, what we've done, uh, because I have been penalized from Google, again, don't forget, I've been doing this since 2005. I lived through Panda and what, Penguin and all that. All those furry animals? What about hummingbirds? All the furry <laughs> animals. And boy, did the furry animals really hurt me. Like, I mean, it's, again, another topic for another day, but they were like million-dollar mistakes. Let's just put it that way. I mean, it, it really hurt. Um, and I have learned my lesson, and we don't do that stuff anymore. And so... Up until this point, we have not done any active link building for tactical. We've been very slow with it because of this, but we are just hiring a full-time link builder. Um, and so our, our big thing 21, now that we have some traction and we can safely build some, some quality links without me having to like lose sleep at night, we are definitely on that train. Now we've gotten links organically already because again, we're putting out what I perceive to be top 1% content in this space. Like, I mean, we work really hard at, at rating really, really good content. Um, and so really, really good content will naturally get links on its own. Uh, but that really isn't enough. Like you need to kind of to spur that on a little bit. And so we're going to, uh, to use some strategies that are very safe to, to do that. Um, you know, one example will be, there's lots of sites out there that have linked to content in the past and that content's now gone and they're linking to a 404 page. And you can write the webmaster and say, hey, you wrote an article about how to build a do-it-yourself mosquito trap, but it's now yeah. linking to a 404 page. We've written an article about that if you want to link to it. But if not, I just want to let you know you have a broken link. That's a great way to get links, for instance. It's not, not spammy. And, and by the way, I think A. Harris and some of the other SEO tools actually has a tool to do exactly what you just described to go find those broken links. So, yep. All right. So if people want to get in touch with you uh, and the e-com crew, where can they go, Michael? Yeah, every we we got lucky. Everything's ecom crew, so it's e c o m c r e w dot com. It's ecom crew on iTunes. If you want to listen to the podcast, it's ecom crew on all the um, all the social media handles. Uh, if you want to email me, it's support at ecomcrew.com. That'll get to me. 
Um, but yeah, everything is ecom crew. We have tons of blog content, free courses, the podcast. We talk about this stuff all the time. And uh, and you're going to be on the ecom crew podcast. Uh, I look, in a couple I look of months. forward to it. Yes, maybe maybe Absolutely. it'll be episode three fifty. You guys have a lot of content. We just we've That's already great. done three fifty, but okay. um, maybe we can have you on as like four hundred or some like milestone episode. Um, but I, I want to get you I, on. I, 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 think, I love I don't this think topic. I'm that important. Oh no, no. I, I I tell you, man. Like the topic we were just uh, shooting around for just a minute. Uh, is, a, is an important topic and I'd love to have you come do it. Whatever episode number it ends up being, we'll get you to come do that. Well, thank, thank you for that. Uh, pre, uh, pre, uh, pre, what's the word pre, I don't even know. Pre-invite. There we go. Pre-invite. Yeah. <laughs> it's an invite. It's a <laughs> pre-recording. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Michael, it was a pleasure talking with you today. Obviously you've got a lot of expertise on external traffic and it's, and, and the angle that we took today is not one I would have predicted. Um, and also I don't think anybody, I have, really haven't heard anybody else talk about it. So what a great concept to go build some um, earned media external traffic going into Amazon, not just some paid external traffic. So thanks for coming on the podcast today. Absolutely. It was a blast. Thanks for having me. This was the My Amazon Guy podcast with Stephen Pope. Each episode helps you grow your sales on Amazon through ideas on traffic and conversion rate improvements. Hit that subscribe button right now to tune in each week. And if you need more help, go to myamazonguy.com.